One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. They want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't disrespect me and my mans. Baby, whole lot chops on your ass. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, when you go to that website, you're going to be able to find all of the places I am online. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, whatever it may be. Because I, I, I don't want to spend the whole beginning of the show like promoting a bunch of stuff. I, I just, I don't want to be that show. I'm trying to build an audience right now. I, I'm sure that you guys could be listening to so many other podcasts right now instead of this one, and you chose this one. So I'm not going to shove a lot of plugs down your throat. And I know that I am running some ads right now, but you also got to understand I got to make something. And that's why I limit the ads. Guys, I have a list like of two pages of people that want to advertise on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. But right now, when I'm trying to please you guys, I'm trying to grow what I'm doing. I'm not going to put a bunch of ads out there. I need just enough to make this worth my time, to justify not going out and getting a job right now. So I I hope you guys understand. I have three advertisers that I talk about right now. I I talk about Vaporshades.com, Good Life Organics, and StitchYouUp.com. Eric, you want to get one of my... Well, you know what? I was just about to go into a promo, and I'm not going to do it. I said that I wouldn't. But... I, I just don't want to fill it up. And that's what I'm saying. And, and yes, I'm kind of like baby facing to you guys right now. Kind of like, oh, look at me. I could be getting a lot more ads right now. But I didn't do it because I'm looking out for you guys. So it's kind of like a passive aggressive salute to you, the supporters. And now that I'm looking back on it, this was a absolute horrible idea. Because it just seems like I was only doing it for a reason. To try to look good in front of you guys. So you'll be like, oh man, Tuttle Tuttle is a really good guy. I got to tell my buddies about this. Because this is a show that actually cares about the people that listen, download, stream, and support what he's doing. And, you know, see, I'm kind of second guessing what I just said there because... I don't know if you even believe what I just said. Oh, man, I I smoked a little way too much today. That's going to be a problem, but I got to tell you, it's going to be a hell of a show. 
Every generation is guilty of it. I mean, you can deny it all you want to, but I know it's true. I hate the word and the use of the word sellout. If you're a fan of a band and you've been following them from the beginning, listen, don't don't act like you have some type of special relationship with them because, of course, they're, they're in the business of entertaining the masses, trying to get their art out there. But yes, the more and more bigger that they get, the more people that are going to be able to see what they're doing. And, and I always think it's really messed up when you've been a fan of a band for a really, really long time, and then you call them a sellout. But we also, every generation is guilty of looking at, oh, that's too mainstream. But the funny thing is, and let me back up a little bit, okay? Uh, I've, I've talked about how I'm trying to build the ultimate 90s alternative rock, rock playlist. And I don't want you to think I'm nostalgia guy. Like, I'm trying to get back to the 90s? No, that's not the case. Uh, probably around 2001, I stopped following that whole genre of music because it, it just really, really changed. Now, I, I wasn't into it, but I would hear alternative songs every once in a while and be like, oh man, that's really, really good. And, and I would download it, but I didn't listen to the genre a lot after 2003. I said 2001 earlier. But I wanted to go back because I was not listening to all of that old stuff. And now that I'm looking back on it, because I grew up in the 90s, is that, man. And now this could be just me because that was the important decade for me. Maybe, maybe the other decades. It's, it's all about perspective. But what I'm trying to tell you is, in my opinion, like Nirvana. Nirvana changed the game. And I'll get back to Nirvana here in just a few minutes. But across all genres, yes, rock and roll made a humongous comeback in the 90s with alternative grunge. And, and then it branched off a little bit more poppier. But look at rap. I mean, Tupac, Biggie, uh, NWA was early 90s. But you had... So many great bands. And you know what? I will debate anybody, anywhere. 90s was the best decade for country music. And there's no debate in that either. But now, I don't know if the music has become too commercialized. No, I see, that's the thing about it. I don't want to look like and sound like that old guy saying, oh, the 90s was the best music. I don't know why I got sounded like a pirate there. But what I'm trying to say is, in my opinion, is, am I wrong? I would like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. But back to Nirvana. During the time when Nirvana was in their heyday, yeah, I, I liked them at first. But then, and that's the thing about it, they never really sold out. And I'll play some audio for you here in a few, just to show you how the band was. But they, they, they really never did sell out. But at the time, 
we were like, oh, Nirvana's become too popular. Oh, they're not cool anymore. I don't know why people do that. It, it just doesn't make any sense. If you've liked the band, what the it has changed? Nothing has changed. They didn't change. Maybe you're the one that changed. But going back and listening to the 90s alternative playlist that I'm building, I got to get Nirvana was groundbreaking. And I know that's not going out on a limb by that statement. But looking back on it now, man, they really did change the game. And, you know, listen, listening back to their music, they, they had, they, I will admit, they were a little formulaic. Meaning that they had, they're all, they're, their songs didn't sound all the same, but they had a formula to how they wrote a song. They would start out heavy guitars. Then they would go into the first verse and it would be slow and melodic. And then when they got to the chorus, it was straight up punk, heavy metal, headbanger, just jambalaya of music. And it was brilliant. And to this day, you, think about this. MTV, how many uh, unplugged events that they did after? Because I, I'm pretty sure Nirvana was the first unplugged that MTV ever did. And it is still, to this day, the best unplugged music album that I've ever heard in my life. I mean, think about that. I, I, I think Cobain died less than maybe six months after that was recorded because you could hear the pain. You could hear the emotion in his voice. And, and Cobain does, listen, he's not the greatest singer, but the guy, I don't want to even say soul, but he had emotion in his voice when he sang. So I was wrong. When, when I was a kid, I was, I was one of that generation, that group of people. It's like, oh, Nirvana, they're too popular. Nobody likes them. And it was kind of dumb. But you know what? Kids, they're, they make dumb decisions. And, and it's all based on popularity. And during the 90s with the latchkey kids, it was all about, you know, bucking the system. You don't want to be in with the majority. You wanted to be grouped in with the minority, which is, which, which is a really, really weird thing. So in reality, the minority should have been called the, the, uh, the poser group. The minority should have been the ones that were, it's just flip reversal of roles in that if you think about it. Because everybody in the 90s, that, that whole scene, didn't want to be in with the group. They wanted to be an outsider. So wouldn't that make everybody else wanting to be an outsider? So the ones that were going for the popular stuff had it figured out the whole time. God damn it. I feel like a real asshole in the 90s. But I didn't realize this. I, I know a lot of people probably already know about this, but... This is, uh, this is why Nirvana was so kick-ass at the time, was right when uh, Teen Spirit came out, they went over to Great Britain to perform on one of the, I guess, Jay Leno, David Letterman type, Jimmy Fallon type 
talk show host that night. And they had this rule where, yeah, you can sing, Kurt, but all the people, were there, they can play, but it's going to be a recorded track. Well, in true punk rock Nirvana fashion, they made a mockery of the whole scene. Because, take this into account, none of the music is live. It's all recorded. But the only thing that's live is Kurt singing. So they're like, you know what? F you, buddy. So when they're playing their instruments, they are so off key. Not, not off key, but it just does not match up with the music. Now, when you hear Kurt singing, oh my God, it might have been the first case of trolling. In my opinion, Kurt Cobain might have invented trolling. Load up on drugs, kill your friends, Seriously, guys, Nirvana made a complete mockery of this live performance. Well, half and half live. But they turned it into a big shred video. And then when Kurt starts singing, and this is before Marilyn Manson as far as I know, but God damn it, maybe Marilyn Manson got the gimmick from this performance by Kurt Cobain. And the funny thing is that Kurt is just making a mockery. They are making it so obvious that they are playing along to a track and Kurt's not even singing it the right way. But I will tell you this, the way Kurt's singing it, I can actually understand all of the lyrics to the song because in the original Teen Spirit, he is so marble mouth. That's why Weird Al Yankovic made that like prop gimmick joke in the parody song that he did. And now this is the most favorite part of this whole bit by Kurt Cobain. He goes in and does his best Morrissey impersonation, kind of like a Depeche Mode type deal. It just, I absolutely love it. This was so rock star, big dick millionaire, right to the front of the stage. And he's like, F you guys, you don't want us to play live? Then we're going to make a mockery. We're going to make a fool of ourselves. And not many rock stars would even do that. Do you realize the ego that rock stars have? No, none of them. None of those guys would put themselves out that, out there like that to make themselves look, look like a fool. This is some straight up uh, a hybrid of Andy Kaufman and rock star big dick millionaire shit. Like I said, I, I'm sure a lot of you people have already heard that, but I wanted to share it because now looking back on it, 
Nirvana basically carved out the Grand Canyon of alternative rock music for everybody to fit into. If it was not for alternative, there's no telling what music would be like today. What would have filled the void if Nirvana wouldn't have come in and made alternative rock grunge as popular as it was? And and you know what? A lot of those bands out there, now, you know, they went into that hybrid of rock rap, late 90s, early 2000s, and I know it doesn't sound anything like Nirvana, but if it was not for Nirvana, you wouldn't have a corn. You wouldn't have a Limp Biscuit. You wouldn't have a Linkin Park. And then all that morphed into the more pop punk type stuff with Fallout Boy, um, My Chemical Romance, all those bands, Panic at the Disco. And it, it's funny when you look at it. And I, I look, I'm a big proponent and a believer of evolution. And it's funny because music is kind of like nature's own evolution. If you, if you just break it down to its simplest form, it is. It's funny how one popular genre of music will take over for a while, and then it'll turn into something else. It's very cyclical. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe I just smoke too much weed. Maybe I just need to go to break, pump the brakes and blow out, blow a time out. I almost said blow a dude or something. Uh, that would have been a great flub. And you know what? I would have left it in there. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, guys, my daily trip to the dumpster to drop off trash. I don't I don't know what it is. My parents, they 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 come up with a lot of trash uh i don't know uh, how many time how many bags of trash do you guys usually go through a day like just on average because it just seems like i'm taking out like at least two to three bags a day and you gotta understand we we live in a fifth wheel it's not like we live in a big house where we got a lot of stuff to throw away so i don't understand where the hell it's all coming from maybe it's because my mom does shop a lot she buys a lot of food, a lot of packaging, stuff like that, that they have to throw away all the time. Plus, they, they also drink some beer every once in a while. Actually, you know what? My dad has not drank a damn thing in almost three or four months now. And, and I'm really proud of him. I, I really am. Let me stop by and check the mail. My God, it is hot today. 
What what is up with this? Like last week, we had a really really good day with the cold weather, and now it is just absolutely hot, hot as hell when it comes to the weather. Oh, hold on, I gotta I gotta take the I gotta take the garbage down. I had some mail. I stopped and got the mail, and there is a letter for me, and I have to. Have to check it out. See what it is. Usually when I get mail, it's bills. I very rarely get good news when it comes to mail. So this is my second time going to the dumpster. Now, I don't think there's going to be any raccoons in there. You heard me talking yesterday. Talked about the problems that have been going on with the raccoons. The raccoons... I've been getting into the goddamn dumpster. I mean, I really don't care. I just don't want them attacking me. Because a coon, a raccoon, will mess up your whole entire day if he gets a hold of you. Everybody thinks, oh, raccoons, they're trash pandas. They're cute and cuddly. They wash their food. No. They will give you all the smoke. Like I said yesterday, they will come at you, claws up. And we'll take the biggest hack out of you with the front claws as well. Got to get out of the way. Sorry. Man, Paul, Paul can be a dick asshole sometimes. Doesn't even, I mean, I think he is bipolar. I'm, I'm, I'm not judging because I got my mental issues as well, too. But man, some days it can be really, really nice and be, you know, great to be around. And this is some days he's just complete a-hole. And I don't think he does it on purpose. Paul, Paul's the guy that I interviewed the other night. The one that sends me nude photos of his girlfriend. And I don't even ask for them. The dude just sends them to be sending them. So I don't want you to think like I'm a pervert. And I'm like, hey, hey, Paul. Yeah, let me see your, your, your chick's uh, private parts. No, that's not me. I, I don't ask for that type of stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a bonus that he does it, but... Um, uh, it's still kind of weird because I, I didn't even ask. He just offered it up and I, he, I guess she's cool with it because she knows that he sends, uh, those pics to her or to his friends. So, Hey, I'm not judging. There's some, <laughs> trust me. I used to work for a guy that was into filming other dudes. Hooking up with this chick. I mean, not other dudes, just one dude. And I'm not judging. What you do in your private life, that's on you. So it really, really does not bother me at all. I'm not judging at all. All oh, the vultures are out. What are the vultures? Not my producer, but a lot of vultures. Got a big vulture problem here. But the reason why we have that vulture problem is because they all roost near one of the islands there. And uh, they they come over here to get a little bit of fresh water because, once again, the guy that owns Hobo Fish Camp refuses to grade the road. So there's a lot of standing water. And it's, oh, oh, that is really, really, that guy, whoa, hold up, hold on. That's kind of weird. Now, the the lights are on, but they were on the other day. But, I mean, they they would be dead by now for sure. This one white truck because when I was here the other day, the same truck is parked in the same spot. And I wonder if it's been there the whole time. 
I'm, I'm going to have to look into this because that's, that's really, really weird. And you would think that the cops would have already stopped and investigated it. Especially with the taillights on. There's no way because the Volusia County Sheriff is in this park all the time. But I don't want to roll up on him because he's way out there by himself. Now, he could be, uh, well, it's not Riz's because you're not driving. But he could be getting a sexual act done to him or he's doing one to somebody because he's parked way out in the middle of nowhere and there is a nature trail there but why why would you leave your car running if you're out on the nature trail i'm i'm gonna have to do a tuttle investigates on this one because it's just really really strange because that that truck is parked in the same exact spot that it was the other day i'm gonna i'm gonna when i when i leave the boat ramp i'm i'm gonna swing by there and See if I can get a peek, but the windows are tinted right now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm seriously gonna have to look into that. Hold on, I'm gonna come down here. I, oh, what, what kind of flowers are these? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one for my mom. Because the flowers have been kind of blooming here a little bit. I don't think I can get in trouble for this. Not at all. Uh, it's not azalea. I have to take a picture of it, guys, and show you. Go to my social media, twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle, uh, Instagram slash Tuttle. Oh, here's another one. Let me, oh, now that one looks kind of crappy. Oh, here's a good one. So, yeah, because I, I, I got some for my mom. My mom liked them, uh, the ones I gave her yesterday, but these are different ones. So, yeah, I'm, I'm at the uh, boat ramp near the Hobo Fish Camp. I'd like to come down here and check things out. Oh, my mail. My mail is going to go flying out. I got, um, what I get? Oh, yeah, I got another message. I got, a, I got a letter from Monica. Monica is somebody that listened to me when I was on Bubba's show. I think she lives up in Peterborough. Very, very nice lady. Uh, we've been talking on and off, but she's been writing my mom a, a little bit sometimes. And they converse back and forth. I know converse, conversate. Yeah, conversate is not a word, but converse is. So, yeah, she's been writing all the time. I have to let my mom open it up. Well, maybe I should open it up first just in case she's <laughs> saying anything that she doesn't want my mom to see. There's a lot of boats out here for a Thursday. I mean, it's, it's 5.30, so I, I can completely understand why people would be out fishing right now. I mean, it is really extremely hot. But the wind, there's really no wind at all. So that's that's good for boating. But it's hot as a mother effer out here on the river right now. Well, Mosquito Lagoon, Intercoastal. But there there is quite a few people here. And I'm not even going to bother walking out on the dock. I'm, I want to drive by and see what this truck has been up to. Because it's in the same exact place where it was two days ago. So maybe this is his spot to go smoke weed or burn or snort some cocaine, whatever it may be. But you would think if the, yeah, this guy's got to be coming here on his lunch break. But it's kind of late for lunch. What is he with? Let me, let me see if I can read it. Um... Hillyork.com. What is what is oh air conditioning services? Yeah, the car's running. So it's it, it can't be it could not have been sitting there 
for the same amount of time because the mother effer would be out of gas for sure. So I'm heading back to the fish camp. And I can't wait for that sun to go down. But the only bad thing, when the sun goes down, the, the humidity gets so bad here. You, it's almost just as hot overnight. Well, it feels just as hot. So, all right, guys. Just wanted to give you a little bit of an update. I'll check back in with you in just a few minutes. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Somebody, I don't know if this is for decoration or not, I don't understand why it would be for decoration, but they have a sign up next to the little lake slash swamp area over here near the island, the high rent district of the Hobo Fish Camp. And they got a sign that says Caution Alligator. Now, I wonder if they've been having a problem because, you know, we, we do get alligators that come into this park every so often. They'll, they'll come off of the Indian River and then they'll come into this lake. But I haven't seen an alligator here in a while. It's, it's, well, it's getting about that time of the year where I could see it. But that's interesting. I wonder if they were having problems. I mean, they must have had some problems if they're putting up a sign. There's always been an alligator in this, like, little pond here. I'm going to do a little bit of an investigative reporting here. See if I can see it. Because the last one they had in here was big as F. It was humongous. Haven't been on this area in a while. This park is going to start filling up really, really soon. And then I'll be able to start making some money because when... See, i got to be careful. Because when the snowbirds come around here, that's when I make some money selling bait. Now, this gator used... No, he ain't there. Huh, I wonder if I... Well, the water stinks, stinks, stinks. No, no sign of the alligator. Man, the island is... Pretty, pretty bare right now. But it will be. For some reason, all the snowbirds love being out on this island. Well, it's not, technically it's not an island. But, they got a little walkway there. So, it's it's more, more like a peninsula. If you're just being technically, by the definition of an island. It's, it's more of a peninsula. So, I'm going to go back here. It's going to be a... Beautiful sunset tonight. I'm going to come back here, see what's going on. Haven't been back here in a little while. I bet there will be some water back here. I don't know if you uh, saw it. If you want to talk, if you want to check out what I'm talking about, going back here in the backwoods. A lot of hogs. A lot of wildlife. They have seen some Florida panthers out here as well. Uh, if you want to go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle, you can check out the video because it was pretty goddamn scary. 
to walk through these woods in, in pitch darkness because they have gotten sightings of a Florida panther out here. And, and you definitely don't want to mess around with the Florida panther. But I, I did notice a lot of the stray cats in the park have been disappearing. I don't know if coyotes are getting them, but I know for damn sure a Florida panther would eat the hell out of a cat. But, you know, we needed a decrease in the surplus when it comes to, yeah, I'm not going, well, yeah, I'm going to turn back around. There's too much water. I don't want to get this golf cart all messed up. Yeah, there's a ton of water back here. Maybe, maybe another day I would, but I'm not going to go through that much water. I don't want to get this thing stuck. The last thing I want to do is get this golf cart stuck. I don't think it would get stuck, but it would be a pain in the ass because this is not a life, uh, a light golf cart. Uh, my dad ended up getting this golf cart for free. It's a Florida Gator-themed golf cart. And we ended up having to go to Georgia to get it because my uncle, I guess the batteries have went dead, but with this model of golf cart, when the batteries go dead, the wheels lock up. So I had to winch this heavy-ass golf cart in the middle of summer in Georgia, which could possibly be just as humid as the state of Florida. Man, the mosquitoes are bad back here. So I had to do that. And I told my dad, before we even started winching it up the first time we went up, I said, there's no way that golf cart is going to fit on that trailer. Oh, it'll fit. I got that son of a bitch up on that trailer and what do you know? It didn't fit. So we had to come all the way back to Florida, get another trailer, and go back up the next day just to get that golf cart. And I had to winch it all over again. Well, come to find out, when we took the golf cart to Beige, there's a little uh, pen you can pull in the back wheels that'll let it roll. So ah, now I know next time. So before I go... I just want to say congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for reaching the NLCS for the first time in 19 years. Holy crap. That makes me feel old as hell, people. Uh, the last time that they were in the NLCS, I think, was against the Arizona Diamondbacks because that was the year the Diamondbacks beat the Yankees in the World Series. But the Braves made it there, and they made, they made a great run. They, they had a great run, and it's a shame. As good as that team was, they only won one goddamn World Series. That is so painful to have to say because that pitching staff, there has not been a pitching staff like what the Braves had. Now, the three main guys... The foundation of that rotation was Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. Now they had a, they had a lot of interchangeable pitchers that came that came and gone. Um, I think what what was this Nagel? Yeah, Nagel. Then you had no. Well, Avery was before Nagel. Then they, they had some great closers. Wollers was amazing, and don't forget John Smoltz went to the bullpen. For a little while, and the guy was throwing straight gas. And say what you want, 
even though he was a racist asshole, was John Rocker. John Rocker was great. I, I thought John Rocker was amazing. And then you had so many greats that played on that team, especially Chipper. Chipper might be, besides Hank Aaron, might be the greatest Braves player of all time. The guy played his whole career there. And I know that shouldn't be something to brag about, but during that time, you got to imagine all of the superstars that left their original teams. Barry Bonds left Pittsburgh. Mark McGuire left the Athletics. So, yeah, that, that, that's kind of a big deal. And if Chipper would have never got hurt, because you got to remember, he, he had, he tore the same ACL two times in his career. And then he had a couple of other, like I think a knee injury and stuff. But, I mean, when you get older, you start to break down a little bit. But if he wouldn't have had those injury plague seasons, he definitely, with there's no doubt about it, he would have gotten to 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. And I think there's only a couple of guys that's ever done that. So it was just, it was nice to see. A lot of people are like, oh, why are you a Braves fan? You're, you're not from Georgia. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, number one, Chipper's dad was my math coach. Math coach. God damn it. I'm a bumbling fool. Once again, smoke too much weed today. Math teacher. But he, he did teach me some stuff about baseball. So, yeah, maybe that's why I said math coach. And then I also got to pitch in an alumni baseball game. Chipper maybe hit one of the longest dingers off of me right over the driver's head course, by the way. And a lot of people think, oh, weren't you embarrassed? Hell no. I'll take that to my grave that Chipper went yard over the driver's head course. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll Listen, I'm never going to have grandkids, but if I was going to have grandkids, yes, I would tell them. Chipper ripped my tits. But the reason why I was a Braves fan is that growing up, we didn't have a baseball team here in Florida. And the only other two baseball teams you could see on a consistent basis were the Braves on TBS and the Chicago Cubs on WGN. And that's a story for another day. But I remember it was a half day at Pearson Taylor. Came home early. The Cubs were playing a day game. And I got to see me and my mom, yes, my mom watched all nine innings from beginning to, to end of Carrie Wood, Carrie Woods striking out 20 batters. Might have been one of the greatest pitching performance I've ever seen in my life. But that's why we watched the Braves. There's so many reasons why. One, number one being chipper. Number two, Chipper's dad being my math teacher. And TBS was the only other place you could watch Major League Baseball on a regular basis. So, uh, all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this second show of the day. Hope you guys are being safe. And I will talk to you tomorrow. today thanks for listening to the tuttle daily podcast hey don't be a dickhead do us a favor 
like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?